0: Hi, this is Lindsay Miller and you're listening to the Arkansas Times Week in Review Podcast on Friday, January 24th. Is that right? Is it the 25th? I don't know. It doesn't matter. You know what day Uh, it is. I think it's the 25th. I think. Okay, the 25th. It is the 25th. We've decided. Uh, On this week's Week in Review Podcast, we're going to talk about a federal court defeat for the Arkansas Times. Jason, Jason Rapert's trigger bill to make abortion illegal if Roe v. Wade were overturned. Big expansion for the dog track and maybe some more. I'm joined as usual by Max Brantley. Afternoon. So, uh, sorry about last week. Uh, we had some, some technical problems, but uh, hopefully all will go smoothly this go-round. Uh, all did not go smoothly for the Times this week. Federal Judge Brian Miller... Uh, surprisingly dismissed the ACLU-backed case uh, that we filed challenging a state law that penalizes those who want to do business with the state of Arkansas unless they sign that it penalizes them unless they sign a a pledge uh, saying that they won't boycott Israel.
1: Yeah and you know I just think he's wrong but uh, he's right because he's the judge. Uh, He he remarked that He seemed to remark that he didn't much like ruling this way, that he thought at first blush we were right. Uh, He noted that two other federal judges have ruled exactly opposite in virtually identical cases. But then he said boycotts are not uh, First Amendment protected, which was not really the point of our argument, I don't think. What, what, uh, What the state law does is it requires us to pledge we will not engage in a boycott or to take a a punishing reduction in our price if we do. And, uh, you know, what we objected to, we don't want to engage in a boycott against Israel, I don't think. Anyway, that was not the point. What we don't want to do is have to sign a pledge mandated by the state to get state business. They could just as easily say, you've got a pledge not to boycott spinach, or else you can't have state business. and
0: Or pay a tax, effectively. Or,
1: or, or pay a tax, or whatever. Anyway, it really seemed to me a fundamental speech issue that state's mandating there. And I don't know. We don't yet know what the chances are for appeal and whether we're going to. And I've probably said too much, but... I mean, I don't speak for the Arkansas Times. I speak for myself, and the judge is wrong, and it's an abridgment of free speech, and the Arkansas legislature once again has done something stupid, but they seem to have gotten away with it. And speaking of stupid, Attorney General Leslie Rutledge, who defended the statute, said afterwards that the suit was meritless, which is garbage, of course. Two different federal courts have seen it otherwise. And she also said the state law... prohibited or prevented discrimination against Israel, and it does no such thing. It does has not a dime's worth of impact in terms of discrimination against Israel. It just merely punishes people that has a a view that might be unpopular to Bart Hester and the other Bible thumpers that pass this excrement
0: and creates a ridiculous layer of bureaucracy.
1: No, and also creates a layer of bureaucracy and, and I doubt this law is being evenly applied. I think there's an equal access argument. I'm I, I would be very surprised if if agencies across the state have all duly signed that pledge every time they've gotten state business. I think it's it's Sketchily enforced and unfortunately we've now put ourselves in a position where if it's enforced against anybody, it damn sure is gonna be enforced against us. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so on that why'd you bring this up anyway? <laughs> uh, i never intended to be this honest. Maybe well, nobody's listening.
0: Well let's uh let's talk about some, some more unfortunate legislation. Uh Senator Jason Rapert has a trigger bill to make abortion illegal in virtually all circumstances in Arkansas, should the U.S. Supreme Court reverse Roe v. Wade. Well,
1: this is cookie-cutter legislation out of the anti-abortion legislation mill, and and it's been passed in a number of other states already. I, I have to guess that it'll likely pass in Arkansas. We actually already had sort of a trigger provision in the state constitution from the amendment that was passed years ago to prohibit state spending on abortion, it said that it shall be the policy of the state to the extent allowable by the Constitution to protect life from conception, and that clearly is an abortion prohibition. It's not self-executing. It would have required uh, enabling legislation, but the minute Roe v. Wade's overturned, somebody could have been expected to pass legislation that enables the constitutional amendment. So on a certain extent, this isn't... uh, you know, a surprise. However, it's terrible legislation, and, it, and it's terrible because there are no exceptions. That's the, the awful, terrible thing about it. There, there are no exceptions for rape or incest victims, There and there are no exceptions. There's a, a, a medical emergency for for the mother, and it's ambiguous, and so that's going to depend on the doctor who's handling the woman who might have a medical problem and need an abortion. But there's no consideration for something that's not necessarily a risk to the mother. And that is, and we wrote uh, an air force officer wrote very movingly about this back in an earlier piece of abortion legislation. His wife was 19 weeks pregnant, did a, did a, uh, A fetus health test and found it had, it was going to be born without a brain. It had no chance of survival. And the, the option in that case is to carry a non-surviving fetus to term. There was no medical damage to the woman from being forced to do that, but they made the decision to inject the fetus and kill it. And, and she delivered a stillborn child two weeks later. It was an awful decision It's something you discover only late in pregnancy. It just seems impossibly cruel to make women carry the term fetuses that don't have a chance of survival, even if perhaps it's only a small medical risk to themselves. But that's, I mean, Jason Raper is from the crowd that simply puts the health of even a a microscopic blastocyte above that of a living, breathing woman, and that's what these laws are about and it's a terrible shame and that's just where Arkansas is now. He, he does attempt to protect, the legislation would seem to say, medication abortions, but only when used at a point before you can have a test to determine whether there is a fetus or not. And most medication abortions... Are diagnosed when a woman presents at a clinic to be pregnant, maybe as early as five weeks, which is when you can detect a heartbeat, and so that that medication it would essentially outlaw medication abortions. You perhaps could still <laughs> take the morning after pill, Plan B, which is a you know a huge dose of estrogen. Although and and the scientists say this is not true, but there are people on Jason Rapert's side who say Plan B actually can cause expulsion of a fertilized egg from the womb so that's might be abortion i mean most medical people say that's not so but listen taking jason rapert's word for anything is dangerous business so any legislation he introduces and passes is not going to be good for women at any stage of the process
0: any other legislation this week junk
1: junk there's just junk everywhere. You know, uh, Trent Garner's already passed out of the Senate his bill to make it an additional crime for a sex offender to put on a mask at Halloween to pass out candy to kids. There's no indication that this is going on anywhere. I, I don't know if this means a sex offender or somebody knocks on their door can give a child candy. I, I don't mean to diminish sex offenders and s- Child sex offenders are very hard, if not impossible, to cure, and I recognize all this, but this just didn't seem to be a problem in need of a solution, but it's typical Trent Garner demagoguery. We've got Stephen Meek's microchip legislation. We're going to become the first state in the country, I think, to to say that employers may not force employees to implant microchips for whatever reason again. A problem that is not yet apparently in need of addressing, but we're going to be there first. And meanwhile, you know, the state labors on underfunding education, underfunding in the environment, underfunding community rehabilitation of offenders, just, you know, preparing to give a tax break to wealthy people. But we're, oh, and don't forget, we're going to have a big argument about what statues represent Arkansas in the Washington Hall of Statuary.
0: Oh yeah, Bart Hester. We're waiting for the big announcement from Bart Bart He's been doing some negotiating and, and behind the scenes. Yeah, they
1: killed one version of it yesterday that has Daisy Bates and Johnny Cash. And Johnny Cash and I'm sure there's I'm sure they want to get Sam Walton in there and figure that the Waltons will pay for the statues, which surely they will. Uh, you know, the guy why not a statue of the guy that, that hollowed out the core of small town America. That's 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 kind of representative of Arkansas, I'd say. Uh, you know, I'm for I'm for Maya Angelou or Rosetta Tharp or Charlotte Mormon or some other interesting figures in Arkansas. Charlotte history. Mormon, that's
0: a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah, get her in there with her topless cello, <laughs> cello playing. Uh,
0: you had a tantalizing item on the Arkansas blog today. Uh, wondering is a federal. Public corruption Well, well yeah. Delving Just in let
1: it. me say simply what I devoted a lot of words to on the Arkansas blog today. The feds, I am reliably informed, have been subpoenaing records of the Arkansas Supreme Court and the Arkansas Court of Appeals about some of the judges and whether or not and, and their records on recusals from cases. I think they're looking into potential that there's been influence from nursing home money and decisions made by members of the appellate court. The fact that they're seeking this information is certainly interesting. It is not proof that anybody's done anything wrong. I had reason, in addition to a very solid tip that these records were being sought, from the fact that the indictment of Gilbert Baker last week, the former senator who was the bag man for nursing home money that was passed through to judicial candidates, that indictment mentioned a quarter of a million worth of contributions to judicial candidates, including... $48,000 to individual E who happens to be Rhonda Wood, a current member of the Arkansas Supreme court. And she also turns up at least in the list of numbers dialed by texts sent to and from Gilbert Baker and Mike Maggio, who's now serving a 10 year sentence for taking bribes for reducing a jury verdict. So yeah, I think, and we already know the feds have taken a look at legislative records or tried to at the Bureau of Legislative Research. So they're looking at everything they can look at. I don't think, I mean, I think they'll find cases where, I've talked to Rhonda Wood, for example, about this in the past, and she used to recuse from Maggio and nursing home cases, and she doesn't anymore. I mean, so there's a record to look at. What's that proof of? I mean, I don't know. Courtney Goodson was elected with a huge amount of nursing home money and uh has undoubtedly sat on some cases since then one of the reasons she got on the outs with the business community though was is she went the wrong way on a tort case uh, after they backed her in the first election so so anyway i think i think the real takeaway from this is is there's still a lot of people being looked at i don't think it's a particularly good thing to have federal investigators taking a look at the ethical behavior of a member of the state Supreme Court. You'd prefer that not to be the case. That and they're still at work. And I think I also mentioned in a brief item today on the blog that they've again delayed Hank Wilkins' sentence. He's a former county judge and former state senator who's pleaded guilty to taking kickbacks from money he sent to people when he was a a legislator. There's a widespread belief based only on circumstance that This means that he's cooperating very thoroughly with the feds, and that could mean trouble for other former or current legislators, but that's only speculation. But as I say, the the thing is, is they haven't stopped working on this case. And everybody thought maybe Gilbert Baker was getting off since it's been almost five years since he sent the money to Mike Maggio that Maggio says influenced his decision, and they indicted him last week. So sometimes they move slowly but they they grind very thoroughly
0: okay lastly as predicted the owners of the Southland Casino and Dog Track in West Memphis announced a major expansion this
1: week what a surprise well this was predicted months ago if the amendment to expand casino gambling passed southland 's already a casino, already a very profitable casino, but they 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 actually operated in a twilight zone legally. They had no constitutional protection like Oakland they were protected by a statute that allowed electronic games a skill which was just an utter artifice it's just plain gambling by machine nobody ever challenged it but now they absolutely are legal they're solid for the rest of their lives under the amendment they can stop dog racing if they want to and interestingly enough nobody asked them that question at their news conference yesterday about the future of dog racing because it's dying all over the country but in any event they, and, and not only did they get protected in their casino gambling, and now they can have regular casino games, use real cards, real dice, real roulette wheels. They could also have sports betting. And also they got an enormous tax cut in the state tax cut rate. For a couple of years. For Yeah, for casino. Well, and forever. I mean, the, the top dollar rate. Unless they make so much money, they qualify for the higher rate. And uh, that's worth... To, to southland more than 20 million dollars a year right now and and that's enough to pay the note on a 250 million dollar hotel project which is what they're building they're in a good situation uh they can draw people from memphis and they draw a ton from memphis tunica is about what an hour's drive 45 minute drive from memphis and so tunica's already hurting and, and been hurt by southland this will hurt tunica even more and the Southland's just in a great position to pull in a lot of people from Memphis and do a lot of gambling. So yeah, so they're gonna build a big hotel. You know, have you ever have you ever been to the dog track? No. Been to West driven through West Memphis? I've driven through West Memphis. It's not it's not Palm Desert. It's not a resort area. And and so undoubtedly this is gonna improve it, but West Memphis has a long way to go from being Las Vegas. Yeah. No. So but money will come I mean I thought another interesting thing about the news coverage was is Asa Hutchinson was over there touting the economic benefits of a casino expansion and there'll be some people employed to build it and they'll, they'll expand the casino so there'll be more people employed he voted against the casino amendment he said he was against more gambling in Arkansas now that he's over there beating the drum it's really kind of hypocritical fairly disgusting I think but that's politics
0: okay let's move on to endorsements what do you have this week
1: Oh, I think I'm gonna have a go home and watch some reruns of Vera, the the old British detective show about Brenda Blethyn being a hard nosed police detective. Old folks over about seventy really like it. And then I think I'm gonna have a cold bowl of cereal maybe for dinner, and I don't know. Tape Lawrence Welk on A E. T. N. Wow, this is dark. <laughs> That's, that, it's these these are difficult times i don't i don't know
0: are you home alone is that why you're eating cereal by yourself? no
1: i'm just i'm just getting old that's all i i did go see the favorite last week which is one of the academy award nominees and greats i mean it was if you like masterpiece theater you'll love it it's a costume drama and the acting was pretty good i don't know it didn't move me roma didn't move me uh i think i'm gonna go see the green book and hope for better from that but uh, it's gotten bad reviews yeah, and,
0: I, I think the green books can be bad
1: although i did hear that it features three songs by a swamp pop band from uh, southwest louisiana from my era that was fronted by a guy known as booga dooga so <laughs> what's from, that from, band? from rain louisiana what's the name of the band oh they was bobby somebody in the night where it was some, it some other kind of name but it, it's from rain louisiana all right. Let's to check up. it out. So that's worth knowing about. But uh, I think the best thing I've seen this year is Black KKK. I haven't seen that yet. Well, it's good. It's great. Okay. okay.
0: Well, I'll check it out. I have nothing to endorse. No, nothing exciting going on.
1: Uh, check out the in the next week the monthly Arkansas Times. Oh, yeah. It will be out
0: uh, Thursday. Before, it's a big, fat turn.
1: edition. It's got some good stuff in it. It is.
0: Carve out several days to spend with it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Subscribe via iTunes or your favorite podcast delivery method. We'll see you next time.